0: If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hello, True Creators. Welcome back to the podcast. And if you're watching, welcome to the YouTube channel. Today, I have a guest coming back. I have interviewed Juliette Lieble before, and she was on here talking about sacred sites of Egypt. And the Egyptian codes that are really powerfully coming through at this time on the earth. And I have Julia back because she was really wanting to share some powerful things about all of the sacred sites and um, different activations and things like that. These beautiful sacred sites that we have on the earth. So welcome, Julia. Thanks for coming back.
1: Thank you for having me. It's truly an honor and a
0: pleasure. And I'm so excited (laughs) to be here. I remember the last podcast was so activating for me. I felt like a little rocket just shooting off of my chair all the way through and so I'm really excited for you to be back and um that was actually a really popular podcast episode by the way so I was it wow it, it was and I feel very much that um a lot of people are not only connecting to Egypt as a sacred site but so many um different sacred sites so first I wanted to ask you in case nobody has met you before can you just introduce yourself
1: sure so yeah my name is Julia I um I live in Switzerland and I'm a travel bird I would say by nature I'm a Sagittarius son so um yeah <laughs> I didn't know that
0: about you that makes sense oh you didn't
1: yeah <laughs> yeah so so everything and anything um away from home although I love my home uh gets me excited
0: (laughs) and you live I've seen pictures of some of the places you've held retreats locally like close to where you live
1: yeah you live in the
0: most beautiful place ever it's incredible Mm.
1: thank you yeah, it's, it's an area, I mean, I don't live in the mountains, um, but they are close, um, but I live close to a lake, and I think that's also the elements that are um, moving and activating me a lot, so water and earth, um, and I have a lot of fire in my chart as well, so that comes kind of naturally to me, so I need the water to mm-hmm. and the earth to balance me.
0: <laughs> I understand. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, and apart from that, um, so... I'm a Reiki master, Um, I trained with Allison, and uh, meanwhile, I also trained in different kinds of energy uh, healing modalities, and it's truly also, yeah, a great pleasure uh, just to, on the one hand side, to give treatments to people. Um, I work a lot with angelic beings, archangels, female archangels, um, but also to train um and like give my unique frequency through the the reiki trainings which is i i don't even yeah i call it reiki but that's just for a lack of a better word but like the the energy uh, that wants to move through and uh lately i also um yeah i'm really uh how to say that i would so love um, to get people more to visit um, in a conscious way, like to travel the earth and and visit sites in really a conscious way and connect with the information that we are retrieving from the different lands.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: um, that's why I am establishing a branch of my of my um, brand that is called Soul Wisdom. Um, which is going to be all about pilgrimages and visiting sacred sites.
0: Mm, So beautiful. And, you know, we were talking a little bit before I hit record and I just honor that about you and feel that about you, that this is so much something that uh, it's just such a loving service that you're able to offer because, you know, when I, When I see people and I see their purpose, right, their calling in life there, it really, to me, isn't necessarily always a thing it is, um, or an action. It's an energy that runs through them that includes a lot of different things. And so when you talk about the things that you offer, I just feel it is you, You know, there isn't (laughs) it's almost like I don't want to call it a a life purpose because it just is you. It's your frequency. And it's such a gift for you to share the truth of your frequency with everyone. And, you know, your excitement and your joy and your uh, knowledge around these sacred sites as well. So
1: it is absolutely um thank you for saying that and i feel one of you know the major like pain points of humanity these days is that we we live in this illusion of that there is the separation that we are disconnected f- and especially like disconnected from the earth and we see that in so many ways like how we treat the earth how we treat each other but ultimately when we connect back um with the frequency of the planet and the plants, the animals, and like every living being on this planet, we come into this coherence that this is us, and we we are it. So it's yeah, we are we're all one. There is no yes, this is me, of course, but I am also connected and and like channeling energies that are coming through me from the earth. So
0: yes, absolutely. And that's clear, you know, that's very clear that the channels are open. And (laughs) to be be that messenger um, and that, you know, conduit, that bridge between um, humans and these sacred sites and the earth and as it's speaking to us. So how did you come into this? Can you talk a little bit about what was it that activated in you that showed you This,
1: this is it. Yeah. I think so retrospectively, it's, you know, we're getting all these breadcrumbs.
0: Yes. And then we're like, oh, (laughs) so clear.
1: (laughs) So as I say, I mean, I've been a travel bird basically ever since. Um. hold on I just got to, oh okay just illumin- illuminated just making sure that the candle isn't burning anything okay
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> just tell me when there's <laughs> going on
0: uh, anyway. I'll just take it as a miracle moment <laughs> <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> um so I've I've always
1: had that inherent connection to um temples or ruins or like any historic or even prehistoric sites even when I was a child so I was fascinated about roaming any I don't know and and in Europe like we obviously have a lot of old stones right (laughs) so um that's always been a part of me. So whenever also I I travel just for leisure before, let's say like really walking the earth in a, in a more conscious way, um, I would always go to these places and just mm-hmm. enjoy being there or just like finding out what happened and what is this piece of, of history or who lived there. Cause it just simply interested me.
0: Yeah.
1: And then yeah, um, Apart from that, I would say um in, in the most yeah recent um years, there was basically two elements that really catapulted me into this. And one was definitely my pilgrimage to Egypt that we talked about in the in the last um podcast. Mm-hmm. So being led also by mentors uh, to sacred sites and like learning how to retrieve this information and how to connect with
0: mm.
1: the stones, the earth, um, the trees, whatever is there. <clears throat> So that was one. And then um, just recently, actually, I did um, a Magdalene trainee certification with also a dear Egypt sister of mine. Mm -hmm. Um, And during that training, and then also during the attunement, I had like my feet were prominent throughout the whole training so it was like literally there was an energetic current running through my feet um, and especially the soles of my feet and so some um, that are familiar with Reiki or other energy healing modalities they might um, know the sensation with the hands right so that you get this pulsing pulsating um, sensation in your hands and basically I got that with my feet Wow, And that wasn't something that I I, I had never experienced that before. So, um, I mean, I I just let it happen, but I wasn't really understanding what was going on. And then Mm. through the attunement process, I was literally shown um, that I had to place my feet in certain directions according to the elements. And it was like they were clicking in with the ley lines of the earth and the the ley lines and the map of the energetic current that is running through the different meridians on the earth that that was imprinted in the soles of my feet. And I have that map there. So mm-hmm. it's it's in my cells that I can access the information anywhere and, and yeah, ev- everywhere I want. And that was like when, when I... <laughs> When I really got this message, it hit me so hard that I was, um, I I think I just fell asleep during the whole thing. And then I woke up in the morning and then I went for a walk and then I was, and it's still a a little bit cold because it's just like getting warmer and spring. And so I was told, no, 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 no. So what you got to do is like, take off your shoes and you walk on the ground barefoot in order. And it was as if I had for the very first time, touched the ground with my feet and walked upon the earth for the very first time. So that was like the feeling and and the sensation and also what I was getting. And and it still felt like within this process of walking through the grass and and the pebbles and everything, there was this um, codes (laughs) running through my system, um, kind of like a computer upgrade so that was yeah. pretty crazy Yes. Yeah.
0: wow wow that's incredible it reminds me of when people get activated in there they start forming mudras or shapes with mm, them yeah yeah you know mm. had these experiences and heard from other people but with the feet i haven't I haven't heard someone experiencing that that's really incredible and um you know, something that I, I know is, you know, how was yoga created? A lot of people think, oh, we've got to do it just like this. And it's about the muscular structure, but really yoga was created by people running the conduit, the, the frequency of how our bodies harmonize with themselves, with the earth and everything like that. And so there is this intrinsic harmony, um, with shapes, with, Uh, you know, with the earth and our communion with it. um, Really powerful. You have these ley lines and maps now encoded in you into your feet. (laughs) So beautiful. Hmm. Does any of this feel, um, I'd love to hear because I know that you're someone who feels that you've had um, past lives here on earth. Does any of this feel like uh bringing forward understanding that you have had in past lives or can you just talk a little bit about you know mm-hmm. how you've come into the fullness of mm-hmm. who you are now i guess is the question i wanted to ask yeah that's a great question um well i've had the privilege of seeing you and witnessing you for so many years and being able to see you now as you when you know when people step into their power to me it's the most beautiful thing to be able to witness mm. and i see you as you right and of course life is a continuous learning but i'm like ah julia right here to bring it to to really you know activate people and so Um, I would love to hear what that internal process was like for you as you brought all these pieces together. Yeah. So I wouldn't
1: necessarily say that it was connected to this experience, like the recent experience with um, my feet, but maybe it is, and it's just something that hasn't fully dropped yet. So... (laughs) possible absolutely possible (laughs) some things yeah take take lifetime a lifetime or even lifetimes for integration um but no I would definitely say that past life experiences past life remembrance um has helped me become the person who I am or also come more into the frequency of my soul and my being um because the the experience that I made that when these remembrances and I I really want to call it a remembrance when they happen and usually it's it's not always the most appropriate moment to be honest
0: uh-huh <laughs> yeah, <I'm laughs> walking around and oh <laughs>
1: Or Yama. driving a
0: car or right. something
1: like that. And we all may wait a minute. I got to pull over. Yeah. Um. But it helps. And and it's interesting because also I had, I told it to someone and then that person asked me, okay, but why would you want to know about this? And, and I was like, okay, well, first of all, I haven't asked for it. It's just being shown to me. But I strongly believe that every time I am receiving such a memory it's because there is an important piece that I need to integrate or that I need to overcome Mm
0: -hmm. in
1: order to even deepen or or like drop more into my soul and becoming even more close to living from my soul and from my heart Mm -hmm um and because most of the times at least for me it's been death experiences so the the way that i had died and from that or also sometimes where okay um and and from then moving on to overcome that trauma in a way that sometimes it's still stored in ourselves. Like sometimes it's still physical feelings, sensations that I get from it. But yeah. then I can move on and say, okay, I'm safe in this lifetime.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's really powerful. um Two things on that. One, yes, and something that I've channeled is when we have remembrances that come up from past lives, it is, it's, coming up so that we can integrate it into this one. It's a remembrance of a skill or, or um, a healing that's going to then heal something within this moment. Um, and, you know, we don't just kind of like shadow work. We don't need to go looking for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all activated <laughs> Most perfectly definitely. in us, um, you know, and the other part of that, that I really resonated with, with what you said is, you know, um, that you are safe in this lifetime. And so many incredible beings are uh, meeting these thresholds. And this is a little bit off topic, but um, feel it's helpful for the people who are going to be tuning into this because so many people, they meet this threshold where in order to shine and be who they truly are, share their gifts and their truth, um they need to be able to move through that threshold of safety because in previous yeah. existences, we call it previous, um it has not been safe to be who they are. And um, but yes, the the vibrations of the planet now we're no longer in that uh frequency. We can we can pop out of it with our consciousness. So
1: yeah, yeah, and maybe also to add to that, um... I mean, many of us that relate with um, priestess or witch or with these different archetypes, there was an incredible amount of time where there was prosecution, where there was death, where it wasn't safe. to access the qualities and to access the power that is inherently within us but and and that is exactly why I think as you say like we have to overcome these um shadow aspects or maybe even misuse of power that that we also find (laughs) so often like connected to the sacred sites right so yeah absolutely
0: and maybe we can you know if it If you have any insight on transmuting those moments as we come to them, um, maybe even from your process, as you come into this knowledge, how was it? Did you just remind yourself, I'm safe in this lifetime? Were there um, processes that you did that helped you move through that into the truth of who you are now? Yeah. Yeah.
1: First of all, I think, I mean, there is so many great tools that we get access to nowadays, right? Meditation, breathwork, yoga, whatever it is. So I, I don't think there is the one size fits all. And what I would say is just go with what routine you have established and feels good to you like where you you know okay if I do this then I feel safe in my body then I like it, it lifts up my mood so that definitely helps um, and what I like to be doing but this is probably yeah a personal thing like I love to work with archetypes and I love to work with goddesses
0: Mm.
1: so for example i had a past life um experience um that can link in with the story of medusa okay and for for those of you who don't know it so she was the the greek goddess who was um decapitated and uh, or well banished Uh, with the the snakes coming out of her head and everybody she would look at they would turn to stone so she was the outcast and then she was decapitated Mm. Um, and so when I had that experience I would start working with her and so what I what I do is like I I really like to attune myself into her frequency so that can happen with oracle cards. That can happen with um, energetic essences, um, and would really dig deep into her story and, like, what, what is she like? What does she stand for? What is the information that wants to come through here um, from from a inquisitive, playful perspective?
0: Beautiful, beautiful, and being able to feel supported by those archetypes and. Yeah, and the 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 lineage of this power in so yeah. many forms. Yeah, beautiful. So um, that felt really important. I know it was just a tiny. <laughs> oh, but maybe it's not, you know, because um, because there's a remembrance in the land. So can you talk about yes. when you go to these sacred sites, the experience that is really making you want to share with people?
1: Yeah, so no, I think it's absolutely um linked what we were speaking about, or it, it can be linked because um oh gosh, there's so much to share. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean the, the way that I tend to see it or that I got to experience it is that um for for those um who have heard of the akashic records um is yeah basically like the earth um and whether this is the land that we walk upon whether this is um stones or trees or even plants um they keep and hold information in this energetic exchange that we are constantly with right so it's basically a vast repository of information that we can access all the time so that is it's available all the time and especially if we connect to beings and places that are super super old so if there is i don't know a tree outside your house that it's super old go sit with it go touch it like let yourself immerse in the vibration of that tree and especially trees also um like the druids said that trees are holding um all the memory of the earth Mm. um and so it's it's still all available to us um and especially when i mean basically anywhere and everywhere we go, but if we go visit any ancient temple sites or megalithic structures or any, or lakes, I mean, sacred sites is, yes, there is the sacred sites that are kind of well-known, but a sacred site can also be something that is really dear to your heart, right? That is sacred for you because maybe um, there was for me, for example, I have an ancestral lineage like coming from my mother um, that traces back to Poland. Um, So so I could also go there and explore um, sacred sites uh, and just where where am I coming from? What is the lineage that I can track back? Um, But if we go to these, let's say, the the more known sacred sites um, that were also used as ritual and ceremony places so where people for lifetimes and even centuries like held these um rituals for the earth with the earth with the cosmos they were um communicating with the whole universe all of this information is stored and but i mean yeah by by going there touching the ground, touching the stones, we can access this information.
0: Mm, I love that. I love that. Uh, yeah, and now there's so much that I want to say about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm feeling you. And um, Yeah, it's, it's really beautiful uh, to be able to connect to the wisdom of the earth. And it's something that, yeah, I find really valuable. And thanks for bringing that up um everything holds I mean I love the way that you connected it to the akashic records <clears throat> the Earth and the stones and the trees every everything holding the codes of our history and uh you know um I was excited that the timing of our recording this you know because I'm about to go to a site that's sacred for me mm. um, based on uh, I wouldn't even, you know, it was before I was human. It's where I visited and um really, really excited about that. It makes me emotional, uh, you know, and some of the things that I've been able to see in channeling and visions, it's really, I'm just so excited to be there. And, you know, something that I've been seeing too is this really beautiful, you know, I want to bring this up because um, there's there are a lot of people right now who are very much called to be the being who is sort of the radio tower for these frequencies for their star frequencies and and creating new um, or activating, I could put quotes around new, activating encodement and and that uh, being that conduit between these new codes that are coming in and um sacred places on the planet. Um so there's a lot there. I'll leave it that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't go too do much you, Do it.
1: you want to share a little bit about your upcoming trip?
0: Ah, uh, I love that. Um yes, okay, let's see. Um a lot of times so or maybe trip- also
1: the intention that you hold for the I, I would call it a pilgrimage then.
0: Ah, you're so good. <laughs> I'm like, come with me, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So I feel very guided. You know, when we actually, when we talked last, I'm just realizing the, the perfection of all of this, because when we talked last, I think it was right before I went to Mexico um, for part of this. And we were talking about the parallels. Between so
1: true, yeah.
0: <laughs> the parallels between the pyramids in Egypt which you had just visited. Yes. Pyramids in Mexico. So I'm going <laughs> back to Mexico. I have very much a, a strong connection with the um the Mayan uh culture that was there at the beginning of the Mayan calendar. Mm-hmm. So a big part of my story is before I was human, what made me decide to be human was I visited and I helped um, with the creation of the Mayan calendar and all of this, I saw mm. space <laughs> and, you know, that's it's, big, it's big. And it's, uh, it was one of, um, it was such a powerful channeling session. I was literally shouting because it was such a surprise. It wasn't something I was like, wow, you know, <laughs> like it wasn't something that I could have conceptualized. I would have never thought that this yeah. was something. Yeah. So when it came through and channeling and since then so much information has come through. So I went and visited Mexico and Oaxaca and the, the sun and moon temples very much connected to that area. And now I'm feeling called and actually, um, I mean, it's so sacred that I sometimes have a hard time sharing a lot of this stuff, but, uh, my friend Helia was, um, Oh, it makes me very emotional. She was one of the earth people that I, she was a, a a priest, I believe that, um, was very open to us visiting, right? Because at the time I was a collective consciousness, um, very open to us visiting and, uh, we would communicate, right? So, um, now I'm feeling very called to visit Lake Atatlan in, uh, Guatemala And um, I don't even know what's there for me yet. (laughs) I just feel it so much. And I feel that it is um, a place where I'll be able to have remembrances and a feeling of home. Um, So there's something really um, healing about that place. Healing's maybe not the right word. It's like a fullness uh, and satiating to my heart. Um so, thanks for letting me share that.
1: We have oh, absolutely. Thank you for sharing it. I think we have to record a second. Uh, yeah, a second one when you're back
0: <laughs> maybe a year later when I've integrated whatever it is, you know <laughs> it
1: no the the word that came to me was holy. and when you when you like whole and holy. Mm. So yeah, coming to wholeness
0: and mm, I just yeah of those words
1: I feel that it's a lot of the womb waters kind of like you know going back into the womb of creation mm. and being being birthed anew. so let's see what's gonna happen <laughs> <Woo-hoo>!
0: <laughs> I, know, I know I I really I really wish that you know you could Um, but maybe in a future, a future visit, we'll see. I know that, um, we've felt that we're going to be working together and we haven't even met in person. Um, but yeah, I guess everyone stay tuned for something in the future. (laughs) We'll see how it all unrolls. So, yes, and I'd love to hear, um, you know, if we could close it out with this, you have something coming up and offering in Avalon that you are going to be. Uh, bringing people to this sacred site. So could you share a little bit about that and whatever else you've got moving forward? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, Yeah, so Avalon, I mean, obviously, um, as I am very much connected to the priestess lineage of the, yeah, the rose priestess lineage, um, Avalon is quite a big temple site for me so um avalon is now is is located where nowadays uh, glastonbury uk so in the south of england um because <laughs> avalon is more like the mystical yes. term for it
0: yes <laughs> the, yes the I mean, to term. Me, it's so i've actually channeled for several people who are so connected to avalon that to me it's well, oh yeah, it exists. So, thank you. Yeah, for yeah, that, <laughs> I know <laughs> <the> modern day. <laughs> exactly, yeah,
1: and so this is um, where when we look at the Earth, and the Earth has also, such as we humans, has different chakra points, right? Um, and so, in Avalon, this is where the heart chakra is located, and it is to be said that this is where because of there is. significant ley line crossing I think it's five or so Um, so a lot and um, there is this super big energy vortex that is created all around um, and it is said that there is the masculine and the feminine consciousness that are coming together and when they come together such as so I always Im, imagine or envision it like this the, the Merkabah or that star of David so we have the feminine and the and the masculine um, coming together and that's where a third so that the legend of the Holy Trinity uh, where our third consciousness is being birthed. And for me, that is clearly um, at this time, it's the consciousness of the heart, yes, which definitely. at the same time is a Christ consciousness. And I know that it's sometimes a little bit um, disturbing for people to go into this. Um, but when we go back to what we had, or circle back to what we had discussed in the beginning, um, it is Yeshua, it, Jesus, it is Mary Magdalene or the Magdalens, and a lot of figures um, that I, I'm not going to go into. Um, I, I just want to say that. What we know, um, especially the ones that have a Christian upbringing, there were a lot of distortions. And that's why sometimes it can be disturbing um, for people to connect with these beings. But ultimately, it's, it's also archetypes that we connect with. And the Christ consciousness that was brought to earth And anchored in through Yeshua, Mother Mary, Mary Magdalene, and a whole other like group of initiates and people that were there that was anchored about 2000 years back, that is now being able to retrieved and being remembered. Yeah. And Avalon was amongst others like ancient Egypt and um, Mount Carmel and others that was an ancient place of initiations. So these people went there to undergo certain initiations to become ultimately the masters of the consciousness and the rights that they embodied. Mm. So... Yeah, when going there, again, we are stepping into their footsteps.
0: Wow, wow. That sounds incredible, activating. <laughs> 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 and, you know, I know that there are already people who are being called to do this and to do this with you. So i um, calling them in now. And um, so you have this uh event or is it a retreat that you're it's also-
1: a it's a retreat it's a pilgrim it's a pilgrimage so that's what I actually call it um and yeah so pu- in in the classical way like pilgrimages um so, like you there is an intention why you want to embark on this journey right and whether this is because you just yeah, feel like you need to drop more into your heart space or you are really feeling called by the lands, or whatever it is that is is calling you. Um, We are going to be visiting different sites, um, of course, because it's also very dear to me. We are stepping a lot into the priestess lineage. We're working with the consciousness of of the magdalenas we are going to be doing a sacred incense workshop that i'm super curious about wow. um in the magdalene chapel and uh, we are also going to be visiting uh stonehenge which is not far so that's also um i mean yeah super big stargate yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to commune with uh, the pleiades and sirius and whoever yeah and so that's gonna be one part. And then we are transitioning into Cornwall. And there's another place that's called Tintagel. So that ties in with the ancient saga of uh, King Arthur and his uh, 12 knights of the what is it called? The round table.
0: The round table, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, the the landscape itself is stunning and super beautiful. Um But yeah, uh, so also connecting to the legacy of um, whatever wants to be retrieved and what is awaiting us. So we are going to be visiting the sacred bathing pools um, and uh, visiting the old castle and uh, yeah, just many, many different uh, sites where we will have activations, meditations and uh, indulge in the energies.
0: Uh, oh, it sounds absolutely amazing. And um, I will make sure to put all of the information for contacting you and being a part of this for those who are feeling that calling um, that. and And I want to say that a calling is a curiosity. It's an excitement. It doesn't have to mean ah it's written on a piece of paper you know it's like if you're feeling ignited and excited and curious about this <clears> that's <throat> the calling so I'll make sure that Julia's information is in the description uh, of both the video and the podcast
1: yeah yeah thanks for mentioning that I yeah like if you feel a stirring down in the belly or in your heart that's it
0: that's it <laughs> no. No, <play. laughs> Discover. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for being here, Julia. I really appreciate you and everything you've (laughs) shared. And um, also, if you could just briefly share how people can get in touch with you. And of course, I'll have the information.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so social media, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so my Instagram tag is um, soul underscore wisdom underscore by underscore Julia, <laughs> um, and Facebook as well. It's called Soul Wisdom, and my website is um, soulwisdom.ch for uh, Switzerland. And yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was such a pleasure. I can't believe that the time is already up. And I know, um,
0: fast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> L- linear time is uh yeah, runs fast when we get all excited about uh,
0: things. <laughs> it does, it does. The fountain of youth, I guess, is to just not be excited about anything because time moves very slowly. <laughs> yeah Yeah. that was a ridiculous joke but it's kind of true (laughs) rocketing through stuff so
1: yeah Mm. yeah and i wish you all so much uh of joy and excitement and just openness for your upcoming pilgrimage it's gonna be so so beautiful
0: yeah i'm excited thank you I'll keep you with me energetically as I go because I know that you've got something to open for me (laughs) as well. (laughs) So, all right. I love that. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. And thank you all for tuning in and I will see you in the next (laughs) episode. Bye. so much for joining us on the true creator podcast today. If you gained any insight or received benefit from anything that was shared, I would love if you would subscribe and leave this podcast a review. Also be sure to check the show notes for anything that you may have missed and links to work with me or one of my guests. Thank you. And I'll see you in the next one.